I'm not sighing at you. I'm sighing at my chaos. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Accidental Book Club podcast. I'm Mallory. And I'm Blair. We're best friends who love to read, and we accidentally started a book club, which means we wanted to start a podcast after sending each other numerous voice messages ranting about books. Now you get to join in with us as we dissect books we read together, talk a little bit about life, a lot about Taylor Swift, and drink coffee while we do all of the above because we're two moms who are just trying to survive. This week we're going to talk about how we met, how the podcast came to be, and what kind of books we like to read. We met, what did you look it up? And it was seven years ago now, almost seven years. In 2016, we met on Twitter. We did meet on Twitter on our secret teacher Twitter. That's right. And we figured out that we both liked Gilmore Girls and you were making mugs and selling them in your Etsy store. And you offered to send me one. And I requested Oi with the Poodles already. And then we started talking about books. But it was it was a while before we realized we liked the same books. Yes, it was a very long time, like four years. You told me to read a a discovery of witches, and somebody else told me to read a discovery of witches, and I I read a discovery of witches, and it was so boring. And I don't. I guess it was American Street. I don't think was was like how we knew we liked the same books, though. Like I, I think that was like kind of a one off. Yeah, we found, I found that one in, I was looking back at my Goodreads and I found it in 2020 and it was after Lucian was born. So it was the pandemic. We were shut down. It was after George Floyd was murdered and somebody talked about it. And then that's what got me on it. And then it was a whole, you just kind of destroyed my life with that book. Cause you mentioned it too. But then over the last year or so, you started talking about the romance audiobooks that you were listening to. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I used to like romance books. Why don't I read romance books anymore? And you told me to read Bringing Down the Duke. And I was like, what even is this? And I loved it. And then we started like trading recommendations back and forth. Yeah. And I found that one from a local artist here in Birmingham. She put it on her Instagram that she was reading it while she was painting. Oh, I love that. And yeah, her name's Amber Simpson. She's the one that does the this. Oh, that's so pretty. This is an audio medium. People won't be able to see us, but <laughs> for those of you listening at home, this is alcohol painting, the pottery stuff. And she does that. Yeah. And it's beautiful. We'll put a link. And we also love Taylor Swift, which is how the book club came to be because we talked about how we needed to read books at the same time since we were ranting about them at different times, vastly different times. We needed to read them at the same time. And then here we are. Yeah, because I have a really bad memory. And so I was like reading a book. And then by the time it would come in on your holds, I wouldn't remember anything about the book. And you would be sending me messages like, oh my God, I can't believe that he didn't go with her. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, what? You didn't know what I was talking about. Most of the time, I didn't know what you were talking about. So. Pretty much our friendship still. I mean, that's not false, but (laughs) it really works better if you read the book first and then I read the book. Why do you Um, think that? Because I think your memory is better than mine. So. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Is it because I am a vastly different reader than you are and hold on to the books as though they're little worlds inside of me and get emotionally attached to the characters and their lives for like years? Yeah. And you don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the thing is on a scale of one to 10, as how empathetic of a reader are you? I used to think I was pretty high. I would read a book where sad <laughs> things were happening and I would walk around grumpy for the rest of the day. And so I would have given myself like a seven and a half or an eight. You are like a 59. <laughs> but I am passionate about like everything in my life. So it's only natural that I would also be passionate about books. No, I know. And that's why I love you. And that's part of your type eight and your like social justice warrior and like all of that ties together. For me, when I do listen to audiobooks, especially when I'm reading too, but more so audiobooks, it's just a way to like turn off my brain. I didn't really get into audiobooks too heavily until after the pandemic. I did listen to them some when we first bought Mm -hmm. our house Mm -hmm. and I was listening to them while I was painting, scraping the popcorn ceilings. And I was looking back at my Goodreads today and one of the book was Anne of Green Gables. Have you ever read Anne of Green Gables? No. Oh, okay. So I didn't read it as a kid, right? And this is like Little House on the Prairie classic. You know, I feel like every little girl should have been exposed to these. And I just wasn't for whatever reason. And, you know, so this was 10 years ago. So like 28 year old me, I feel like it affected me the same way it would have if I had read them when I was eight. They made Mm. me so happy. I listened to the first two and it just, it's warm fuzzies. And so I listened to some audiobooks for a while. That was like when I was in college. And then once I started teaching, I felt like I just didn't have time anymore. And the pandemic really put a halt to my reading life for a while. Mm. And so now I just garden, I clean and it's an escape for me. And I don't feel like I need to commit every single part of it to memory because it's just relaxation. I don't think I have an escape in my entire life because everything I listen to, (laughs) I commit or everything I do, I commit every part of myself to it, but it doesn't escape because I get to be in their world. But the problem is I get so deep into their world that I forget about like, there's like an actual physical world that I'm in and not, I should pay attention to it too. And it's very hard for me to like come out of the book, whether I'm listening to it or reading it or any of it. Where's your favorite place to listen to a book while you're driving or exercising or just like laying in your bed? I can't lay in my bed and listen to it because I'll fall asleep or I'll stay awake until the next morning and finish the book. That's what I keep doing. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I'm like, let me just turn on my sleep timer and listen to 15 minutes and then I'll go to sleep and I cannot do it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. That's why I listen to Despicable Me when I go to sleep because I know, I know what happens next. And sometimes she accidentally leaves the screen on and it plays a light show on the ceiling in your hotel. The screen room is on nights. all the time. You're just a weirdo. Anyway, it was a light. It was bright. It was a bright it was light very show. Bright. It was very bright. In your defense, it was a bright light show. So um, yeah, I have to read print books at bedtime. But should we talk about our Venn diagram? We should because I think that's what really started like the overlap of everything right? That we realize that we have just a tiny, tiny, tiny overlap of our Venn diagram and then vastly different sides. So do you want to start with yours? Yeah. So wait, am I allowed to talk about the middle yet or no? Yeah, we can talk about the middle. Okay. Yeah. So my side of the Venn diagram, I just said Ben. Yeah. My side of the Venn. Di- <laughs> just, just leave it, leave it all in, okay. leave it all in. <laughs> 
<laughs> my side of the Venn diagram, I recently, as I said, rediscovered my love for romance. I've always secretly read smutty books, and I guess it's not going to be a secret anymore. I like That's not you know, your side of the Venn diagram. You said you were going to do the middle. Are you doing the middle first? No, I'm doing mine, but I was oh, acknowledging okay, okay. the things that are in the middle also. Oh, I got you. I got you. Could I not do it that way? I can No, I like it. I just was okay. confused. I didn't know what you were talking about anymore. Okay. So, yeah, I hate the term chiclet. But I don't know a better name for it. Like women's fiction, I guess is what they call it. You know, like Jody Picot and Jane Green and Sophie Kinsella, that kind of stuff that's not necessarily romance focused. Mm -hmm. I love Southern literature, yeah. like Where the Crawdads Sing, except for that terrible, terrible author, The Old School, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. I ate those up when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Secret Life of Bees. I've always loved YA and I read a ton of it when I taught middle school and when I was on maternity leave, I read every single John Green book because I was breastfeeding. And what can you do while you're breastfeeding? Hold your phone and read a book. Mm -hmm. Hold your Kindle and read a book. <laughs> it's pretty much um, it. Yeah. Drink water. Yeah. 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 Eat and get some crumbs on the baby's head. Yeah. It's great. I also like to read poetry, but I don't do it very often. I feel like I have to be in the right mood for it. I mm -hmm. got back into poetry with Rupi Kaur, and lately I've been reading Maggie Smith's poetry, which I just absolutely love, mm. and I savor it. I don't, you know, I can't read like a bunch at once. Yeah, same. Celebrity memoirs. So these are really fun to listen to in audio because the celebrities will usually read them. So I mm -hmm. listened to Matthew McConaughey's book, which was... Oh, if you're going to listen to somebody read their memoir, it should be him, definitely. I also read Will Smith's memoir. I listened to that one and it was really well done, like production-wise. They put a bunch of his music and stuff in there. And so that mm -hmm. was really cool. And then, you know, like Tina Fey and Mindy Kaling and stuff. And then just general literary fiction, like I said, usually of the Southern variety. And then, you know, random books that make me cry. So I really like to read coming-of-age novels and kind of as a subset of that campus novels, books that take place on a college campus or like at boarding school or something. I don't think we've ever talked about reading any of those, but I love a good coming of age. Something like The Age of Miracles or like Prep by Curtis Sittenfeld is one of my favorites. That's my side of the Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. So for my side, we'll do the overlap because I like the rom-coms and the smut as well. I like women's fiction sometimes I don't you know yeah. it's fine it can be hit or miss yeah then that's where we veer off oh except for YA I like yeah. the YA fiction too that's our big but we read different YA books yeah because you like the fairy and yeah yeah I and I, I like it. the teenage love stories yeah I like those too some but you know I want there to also be like magic in it I do not like southern literature at all even if I don't. it's on in print and you don't have to listen to terrible southern accents in an audio I can kind of do in print it has to be I found especially as I get older that it has to be like the cozy mysteries that yeah I can't listen to now I have to read because it's just like I don't care why are you talking about this and so if I read it I can go through it faster even listening to it speed up but I something about it it's usually written by people that don't live here or have never lived here. I can't with the stereotypes. I can't handle it. And then when it's an audiobook, they have some lady doing a man's voice like this. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like a bubba. <laughs> and every other man in the book also sounds like, and I hate it. 
I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. It makes me violently angry. Now, I will say that it is hard to find a five-star Southern literature book. Like when I say I like it, I don't mean I like all of them unequivocally. It's hard to find a five-star. I'll give you that. There was a series that I found that is about a cat. Bear with me. Okay. We were in Mobile and we went to just some random bookstore. It was called like the Haunted Bookshop that we found off a side road in Mobile. And then I found this book that was signed by the author. And it was the start of the series that was about a cat in Alabama, in eclectic Alabama. And that is a very specific bot here in Alabama. And not too many people know about it. So I was like, Wait, oh. eclectic is a place? You don't yes. just mean like yeah. in a no. weird spot? No. Okay, it is capital a, it is e. a, got it. Yes, yes, capital E. And then the next book is written by a different author. And it's all Southern women authors. And I like that part. And so it's like murder mysteries as well, which goes right into stuff that I like. I'll try to find that book and figure out what the name of it is. Yeah, I'm trying like to look it like up that. and I'm finding a YouTube channel that's called Kitty Soap Opera. So then moving on, then I like the magical realism. I love it. Give it all to me. Give me a world with some magic in it and I will eat it up. I like the vampires, the fairies, the witches. I like just... Any fantasy book, except for sci-fi. Don't like that. Fuck that shit. Don't like it. Keep your fucking aliens out of my head. I also. Oh, because you're like deeply afraid of space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I'm also deeply afraid of the ocean, but I used to read this whole series by Clive Cussler and it was all about this underwater sea explorer and they I was obsessed with them and I liked it because it was like a detective-y kind of thing and but I could block out you? well I could block out the water part but sci-fi stuff is set too much in space every page is something about the ship coming in and trying to get you or suck you I just can't I don't want it I don't like it take it away no thank you and then the historical romance the historical fiction wait a minute of, wait a minute what? aren't you like a huge Star Wars fan yeah they're on land a whole lot. Oh, it's because they're not like floating in the blackness right. of nothing. Okay. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And they have ships that they can control until where to go. Okay. They're not just like there. So you would like the Martian. No. He's on no. Mars. <sighs> but he doesn't have a way to leave, right? Right. I it has don't a happy like ending. That. They don't kill Matt Damon no. in the movie. No. Come on. But that's not the point. You can't escape. I like the people in Star Wars can escape. The okay. the people in the Clive Cussler books can escape because they have like the submersible shit. Unlike those people wow. that just died. Theirs wasn't controlled by a PlayStation controller. Anyway, eat the rich. So I also like the cozy mysteries. We've talked about that. Yeah, I had to look it up when you asked me if I liked them. And <laughs> yeah, I tried you don't. to listen to the one with the on what grounds yes that one and i started it three times and i cannot do it i just can't and i remember i got like four books in and by the fifth one i was like why are we still talking about this i don't care (laughs) (laughs) we're spending too much time talking about how to pour the perfect cup of coffee i know how to do that at this point yes yes you do it's very stressful so yeah that's our venn diagrams i just got heated for no reason and i'm sweating Wow. It happens all the time, every day of my life. Do we want to talk about our rating system now? Because we also vary differently on that. I'm going to start because anything that I love and makes me as passionate as I feel in this moment, I'm going to give it five stars. And I'm a very passionate reader. 
So I have a lot of five-star books because I very much enjoy them. It takes a lot for me to give it a three or a four. I've gotten a little pickier now that you and I talk about it more because I don't like to recommend things to you and then feel like you're judging me. So I've gotten a little more judgy on my rating system, but like, you know, you have good sex, you have decent plot, you don't have lines about, what was it that I said? What scorned woman to scorned woman oh or whatever God. that was that made me want to throw myself into traffic. If you don't have that, then I'm, you know, you're right. four or five. Other than that, I just can't. It's going to be on the down end. Whereas yours is, you have three star books. And Everything I'm like, but that, that made me feel so much. I loved it. It was a vibe for me. And you're like, no, never. So what's a two for you? Mm, and like I differentiate between a one and a two. I don't know if I've ever given anything a two. Would you not finish it? Are you a do not finisher? I no, no. The last one that I read, that camper one that I was telling you, whatever cozy mystery that was, I don't know. That one, it was a 2.5. And that is the lowest I've gone in a while because okay. it made me so mad. But you finished it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have too. to finish. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't stop. I have to know what happens. And it's the sunk. I know it's the sunk cost fallacy for me. Like I should just let it go, but no, no, I need, I need to finish what I started and I need credit for reading this book. Yeah. Who has given you that credit? Goodreads. (laughs) (laughs) And your little award that you get at the end of the year telling you how many books you read and how many pages you read. Yeah. Let's, let's check in and see how many books I've read so far this year. So we're recording this on June 24th, and I have read 65 of my goal of 100 books, which puts me 18 books ahead of schedule. Look at you. I know. Let's see if I can figure out how to see that on mine. I've read 37 books so far this year. And what goal did you set for yourself? 25. Okay. Not 100. I only did 100 because I I knew I could hit it because I read that many last year. I don't. I don't set a goal if I don't think I can reach it. Story of my life. Okay. So five-star books made me like cry, made my heart swell. I can't stop thinking about them afterwards. I might recommend them to people, but I also might not because if they don't like it as much as I did, it will break my heart. So like a five-star book of mine is called The Language of Flowers and it's by Vanessa Diffenbaugh. And that book is not for a lot of people, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I loved it so much and it made me feel so strongly, but I'm afraid to recommend it to anyone because if they tell me they don't like it, then I just will be mad at them. So that's a five. You've never told me about this book. Because I don't think you'll like it and it would make me sad. (laughs) If you didn't just love it, like I I would, I just couldn't. Okay, well, I'm not going to read it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about like feeling, you know, emotional and like passionate. So yeah, that book is a five star for me. And so then four stars, I am going to recommend to people almost always because I'm not emotionally attached to it. It's not one of my favorite books ever, ever, but it's like one of the best books I've read in a while is usually what a four star is. I couldn't stop turning the pages. I didn't want to stop reading it. That's a four star. Mm -hmm. A three star was a good time. And, you know, it's like stopping by McDonald's every now and then and getting some chicken nuggets and Big Mac sauce. It's good for what it is. It's not gourmet. You're not expecting anything <laughs> super fancy, but you got what you wanted out of it. You know, okay. it's like empty calories kind of. Okay. Two stars is I'm pissed that I wasted my time with this. And I think the only books I've ever given one stars were like fucking Paradise Lost that I had to read in college or something. Yeah. So. 
What was so your last two star? Oh God. I think I have one recent. Let me look. You said two and a half was your lowest lately. Yeah. My last two star. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's a book we're going to talk about on the podcast. So let me talk about a way a book can go from a three star to a two star quickly. And that is if you fuck up the ending or I absolutely hate every single character. Most of the time, if I hate all the characters and it's still a good book, I'm okay with it. But no, so I'm not, I'm not going to name that book. But the other one I read, I told you not to read this. This is called The Cactus by Sarah Haywood. It is a Reese Witherspoon book club pick. I did not choose it for that reason, but it had one of those cutesy romance covers that we like. And so I was like, oh yeah, let me just add this to my list real quick. And it was not entertaining. I did not like the character. She was a grouch. And when I went and read the reviews, a lot of people agreed with me. So sorry, Uh Sarah Haywood. I know you worked really hard on that book, but I did not enjoy reading it. So each week we will... I just saw a new book I wanted to add to my want to read list. Sorry. A chronic problem. Put that down. Yes. All right. So we're going to do our book each week. Naturally, because we're a book club podcast. Let me be more eloquent than that and use actual words. So we do recommend that, you know, people read the book before they listen to the episode because we are going to have spoilers. It's a book club podcast. You have spoilers at book club right? Like I've never been a part of an in-person book club because you are one of my four friends and the other one lives downstairs Yeah, and the other one lives in North Carolina. So, so at a book club, do you people like talk about the books? There's spoilers in them. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Okay. Um, Okay. So we'll talk about the book. We'll do an outline of just like general stuff first, how we chose it, what other books it reminds us of, our rating, and then we'll go into spoilers. So you probably have about a good 20, 30 minutes at the beginning before you hit the spoilers. And we'll try to remember to warn you that the spoilers are coming. Yes. We're going to give lots of reactions during the reading, especially because we take voice memos and we're not sending those to each other beforehand, which I think is going to be interesting. That's not how we usually operate. So we just have a bunch of voice memos just sitting out in the world, just Mm -hmm. waiting to be shared. Oh, they're so good. (laughs) And then we'll talk about how the book makes us feel, the different topics that it brings up for us. And then we'll have opinions on the ending. I love it. I love it. I especially like how we're going to bring up the different things that makes us feel because a lot of books lately have made me feel a lot of different things, especially, well, we'll get into it. We'll We'll get get into into it it. with our books. You got to subscribe and listen if you want to know. Yes. All right. So if you want to listen to us rant about books, then you should subscribe to our feed so that you can get our episodes whenever they drop. And we will make sure to let you know what we're reading so that you can read along with us and be ready for each episode as it comes. So we're reading Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore, and that's part of the League of Extraordinary Women series. So read the book before the podcast drops so you don't have to worry about spoilers when you listen. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at accidentalbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our website and find out what we're reading, what we've been reading, and a little bit more about us at accidentalbookclub.com. Follow us on TikTok at the Accidental Book Club and Instagram at Accidental Book Club Podcast. Yes. And we will also put that in the show notes in case you don't have time to write all of that down or get confused because it's all different because I didn't think about that when I set all that up, even though you told me to. 
All right. Huh. I think that's it for this week. Subscribe to our feed so you don't miss an episode. Don't read bad books. Or if you do, rage about them with your best friend. 